Hello, friends. Welcome to Trivia Over Tea, the quiz show podcast where we drink tea and play trivia. I am your host, Matthew Cook, and I would introduce our scorekeeper, but we have none. So um, it's just me today. Uh, Carter was supposed to be on, but he's not answering my texts, and my brother's not answering my phone calls. So um, I'm alone, which is fine. I can do it by myself, I think. Um, and uh, if you're if you're watching this, um, if it looks like I'm in a dark cave, it's because it's the evening here in Southern California and my lighting is such that I still have to rely on the natural lighting. So that's why I look like I'm in a dark cave. I'm also wearing a black shirt, so that doesn't help. But that's beside the point. Um, real quick before we get started here, this is episode number 99. And so that means that the next episode is episode 100. And we have a very exciting 100th episode planned for next week. That's September 27th, um, and I will not spoil anything because um, I still don't know exactly how the 100th episode is going to work, but I'm sure it will be fun, and uh, you will find out next Wednesday. So make sure you stay tuned for that, but I hope you will listen to this 99th episode because it will be, I'm sure, just as good, if not better, than our previous 98. So without further ado. Uh, let's meet this week's contestants. Uh, first, we have Keith. Hello, I'm Keith Waymeyer. I'm from St. Louis. Um, today, I am drinking Celestial Seasonings Country Peach Passion Tea. Because who isn't passionate about a country peach? <laughs> Out of my fa-la-la-la-lama mug. Wow. Stay classy. That was wonderful. Thank you so much, Keith. Um, uh, wonderful to have you here. Uh, we also have Marcus. Um, hi, I'm Marcus. I'm from Pennsylvania, but I'm coming to you from Boston. And I'm drinking mint tea out of my yellow mug. Love. Um, I have iced tea out of my nondescript glass. Anyway, it is so lovely to have both of you here today. Uh, as with all of our regular episodes, we'll have four rounds of questions today, each with a slightly different format. And so now I will explain the rules for round one, or at least attempt to, because this is not my job. Round one is our first general knowledge round, and it will consist of five multiple choice questions for each player. Correct answers are worth 10 points each. So Keith, are you ready? You're up I first. I am. Great. Okay, here we go. Question one. Which of the following is not the name of one of the stanzas of the Dies Irae? A. Tuba Mirum, B. Confutatis Maledictis, or, or C. Lumina Exacatum. Um, oh, shoot. Excacatum. C. Sorry. Yes, that's correct. I should have probably tried to practice that Nailed beforehand it. to give some sort of air of <laughs> mystery to that question. Um, yes, but it is C. Uh, this is just blinded by the lights, apparently, according to my brother. Um, question two. <laughs> the Pig War was a short conflict over what set of islands disputed between the United States and British Canada? A, Vancouver Island, C, the Magdalene Islands, or C, the San Juan Island Islands? I'm going to go with B, the Magdalene Islands. Um, it was actually C, is the that... San Juan Islands. Oh, okay. Yeah, eventually um, arbitration by Germany awarded the islands to the United States, and today they are a part of the state of Washington. 
They're out there in the middle of the Puget Sound. Huh. Yeah. Question three. 1982 was the only time the MLB hosted its all-star game in what city's Olympic Stadium? A, Toronto, B, Montreal, or C, Vancouver? Um, A. Um, it's actually Montreal. I don't believe that Toronto has ever hosted uh, I don't the think so Olympics. either, actually. Um, Montreal hosted the Olympics ah. in 1976. Um, and Vancouver, of course, hosted the Winter Games in 2010, but that was well after the 1982 All-Star Game. And Vancouver has never had an MLB team. Oh, geez. Yeah. You know, you really had me going thinking I was going to answer more than one question at the top of this because I knew that first one. Yeah. <laughs> Here well, we, we are. We always like to throw our contestant <laughs> a bone at the beginning, you know, just to make them feel good. And then and then we yeah. can... You can really crash can their really confidence. really dash their... Their yeah. uh, their hopes and dreams. It's a solid After strategy. Love yeah. it. Yeah, we want yeah we want them to feel good about themselves before we start, <laughs> you know, beating them up with trivia. <laughs> anyway, question four: Long John Silver is the antagonist in which novel? A. Treasure Island. B. The Tale of Two Cities. Or C. Ivanhoe. That's going to be A. That is correct. Uh, Robert Louis Stevenson published Treasure Island in 1883. Uh, Silver is the secret leader of the pirates in the book. Carter just texted me. It's okay. I'm going. So, okay. We don't need him. Mm, definitely. Just kidding. We're strong, independent women. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. He has 20 points. I'm keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Actually, thank you for doing that. I have not been keeping track. Oh, I can I keep score for head. you then. I'll... Okay, hold on. Let me go back and do this. Um, okay, you got question one correct, mm -hmm. and you got question four correct. Yes. Okay, I'm caught up. Um, all right, question five. Which play by Tennessee Williams begins with the lines, "Yes, I have tricks in my pocket. I have things up my sleeve, but I am the opposite of a stage magician." He gives you the illusion that has the appearance of truth. I give you the truth in the pleasant disguise of illusion. A, cat on a hot tin roof. B, a streetcar named Desire. Or C, the glass menagerie. Um, C, the glass menagerie. That is correct. Uh, this is the beginning of Tom Wingfield's opening soliloquy. The glass menagerie made Williams famous as a playwright. And I went ahead and made sure that I kept track of that. Okay, so Marcus, are you ready for your questions? Yes. All righty. Question one. St. <clears throat> Peter and Paul Church is located on St. Paul Island, a small island located in what body of water that separates Alaska from Russia? A, the Bering Sea, B, the Gulf of Alaska, or C, the Highland Gulf? Can I hear the options again? Mm -hmm. A, the Bering Sea. B, okay. the Gulf of Alaska. Or C, the Highland Gulf. I'm going to go with A. That is correct. Um, yes, the Gulf of Alaska is south of the state. And I'm pretty sure the Highland Gulf is made up because Highland is my middle name, at least the way that my brother spelled it in this question. It's <laughs> oh. so, Mason being very cheeky there. Okay, question two. In 2011, Four Stanford business students founded what online bank, which has since grown to include such services as underwriting student loans, offering insurance, 
operating hybrid savings accounts, and trading cryptocurrency? A. Chime, B. SoFi, or C. Zopa? Um, I think B. Um, that is correct. Yes, SoFi. And I'm sure that Mason Sweet. wrote this question because SoFi's name is on the stadium here in Los Angeles, and my brother has season tickets to the Chargers. So, <laughs> yeah. Okay, question three. What specialized form of a rim shot involves fully rotating the left-hand drumstick away from the drum before coming back around to complete the rim shot? A, high mob shots, B, Pikachu shots, or C, windmill shots? Please don't ask me to explain this because I will not be able to. Can you repeat uh, uh, option A? Mm-hmm. High mom shots. H-I. Okay. Like hi. Hello. Mom okay. shots. Um, okay, so I'm between A and C. Mm -hmm. um, hi mom or windmill. Um, I'm going to go with C. It's actually hi mom. No! Yeah. <laughs> oh, I should have Surprise known. Those are so weird. Surprised yeah. you don't know more about okay. rim things, rim shots. Okay, um, so I don't know. I don't know anything about this. This was a question that my brother wrote, and I'm gonna move on. Uh, question four: Which of the following musicals does not have music written by Claude Michel Schoenberg? Ooh, okay. A. a Les Misérables. B. Parade. Or C. Miss Saigon. B Parade. That's correct. Do you know who wrote the music? Yes, Jason Robert Brown. Yep, very good. No extra points for that, but but <sighs> that's true. Uh, and okay. finally, question five. Upton Sinclair's famous novel, The Jungle, focused on the plight of workers in what industry? A, the automotive industry, B, the textile industry, or C, the meatpacking industry? You said the jungle the jungle oh jungle like um oh meatpacking yes that is correct um it led to sanitation reforms including the meat inspection act Alrighty, that was a perfect streak wasn't it it was yes that is the end of round one and so i will give the uh score right. um marcus aced that round five out of five um so he is at 50 points and keith closely behind at 30. Wait, you missed, he missed the hi, mom. Oh, oh wait, right. you're so right. You're so right. He's got 40 points. Thank you Where for keeping Where is Carter when you need him? Oh, Seriously. Honestly. Yeah, well, <laughs> sadly. See, Carter, this is why Carter's, Carter doesn't listen to this. See, Carter, this is why you can't skip episodes. Margaret, I hope you're listening. Please reprimand your husband for me. Where are we? We're on round two now. Ding, ding, ding. So um, I will explain the rules for this. Uh, you both will get five questions. Um, it is no longer multiple choice. Um, the questions will all be on the same topic. And correct answers are worth 20 points. But if you get a question wrong, your opponent can then have the opportunity to guess the right answer for 10 points. So um, yes, I have, a, I have in all caps here uh, on my question sheet don't spoil the topic 
Um, mm. So, because it's it's uh, integral to the first question. But I will just say that both of you are getting five questions on the same topic. And okay. um, Keith, you are up first. Are you ready? I am. Okay. Um, the topic will be revealed after this first question. Question one. On September 20th, 2011, a Canadian singer released what bubblegum pop song as a single, which would spend nine weeks atop the Billboard Hot 100 in 2012? Um, you want the name of the song. Song. Uh, oh, man, I feel like I just read this. If I gave I you the, the artist, it would give it away. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Um, I think I'll have to give it up. It's that I don't know. Don't you want to take a guess? Uh, Throw out a song. Is, um, I don't even know. Um, it's definitely something you've heard of. I know it is. <laughs> I like I said, I read it earlier. I know I read it earlier. I'm gonna mm -hmm. lose my mind. Um, you said 2011. Yep. I don't know. It's uh, it's. I know it's not firework, but that's my guess. Uh, no, it's not that. Uh, Marcus. Okay, I don't know anyone Canadian, but I feel like maybe it's Call Me Maybe. It is Call Me Maybe. Yeah. That's yep. Really? Maybe. Yep, it is. By Carly Rae Jepsen. I it I is. saw her in Cinderella on Broadway as my first Broadway experience. I so. I think we've I think we've talked about this. Uh, uh, I'll never shut up about it. Yeah, I I won't either. Um, she's on my playbill. Um, Call Me Maybe was a, uh, was first a hit in Canada before making its way onto the radios in the United States. And so these 10 questions are going to be about Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh my God. Which, oh, wow. <laughs> frankly, it was a little harder to come up with questions for Carly Rae Jepsen than I thought it would be because other than Call Me Maybe, well, I, I shouldn't editorialize about her career. There's, well, no, I shouldn't say that. That's mean. It's I'm, trash, but... Well, <laughs> just well I wasn't going to comment on the it's song not. itself. <laughs> no, it's there's, definitely not. There's not a lot else to ask about. Right. But I tried my best. So anyway, Keith, uh, question two. Jepson is from what Canadian province whose capital is Victoria? Um, is, is it British Columbia? That is correct. Um, she was born in the city of Mission, which is about 40 miles southeast of Vancouver, um, where she would also later live. Uh, question three. Jepson's debut single in 2008 was a cover of Sunshine on My Shoulders, which was originally heard on what singer's album, Poems, Prayers, and Promises? John Denver. That is correct. Uh, da, 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 da. Just like Call Me Maybe was for Jepson, Sunshine on My Shoulders was a number one hit for John Denver in 1974. Question four. Following the success of Call Me Maybe, Jepson recorded the duet Good Time with what artist? whose biggest fame is Fireflies. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I have a guess at this one. Or I guess I can guess, but it's, it's not an educated guess. Um, Demi Lovato. No. Marcus? Not. Um, Owl City. Yeah, this is Owl City. Cool. Um, yep. <laughs> um, Adam Young is, is his real name. City. I didn't know it was one person. I assumed it was banned, hmm. but it's one person. 
Finally, question five. Um, in 2014, I hope you were paying attention, Keith. In 2014, Jepsen played the title role in what Rodgers and Hammerstein musical on Broadway? <laughs> I was not paying attention. Um, <laughs> Cinderella. Yes. Okay. Yes, that's correct. Um, Thank God. Yeah. My, <laughs> my, my fun fact was going to be that I saw her and she signed my playbill. Um, Fran Drescher was the evil step, the stepmother. Um, oh she did God. not sign pay. my playbill. I would pay to say that. Yeah. No, it was, it was actually, I actually kind of liked it. Um, but I very specifically remember Fran Drescher came out of the stage door and she like waved to everybody. I have a great picture of Fran Drescher with like her arms and like the V formation. Um, and she was like, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. And then she like jumped right in a car and drove away. Mm -hmm. um, but then Carly Rae Jepsen came out a few minutes later and she signed every single person's playbill, including mine. Did she a sign your playbill? Very gracious person. Marcus. I didn't stage door that one. Oh, okay. I only stage door because I was with a school group and they were like, let's go to the stage door. Fun times. Uh, okay, Marcus, are you ready for your mm. questions about Carly Rae Jepsen? Yes. Cool. Question one. In 2016, Jepsen played Frenchie in the live television presentation of what musical? Grace. That's correct. Uh, she sang a new song, All I Need is an Angel, during the show. Um, and my dislike of the musical Grease is well documented by my friends from high school. Um, but It's probably justified. Yeah. Well, and, and Although... it, it stems from... from trauma from a ninth grade theater class as well in which they made me well anyway we don't need to go into that right now it's fair uh, though one of my karaoke songs is definitely um there are worse things i could do okay that rizzo oh song. i thought you were gonna say hopelessly devoted to you i mean that could be it too yeah. just depends depends on if i'm feeling trashy or not <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Never mind. I'm not going to say anything. Um, no, question... please do. You're invited. No, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me to say things on my own show. Um, I have to keep up some air of of um, decorum. Yeah, one of us does, I guess. Highly esteemed trivia podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, okay, uh, Marcus, question two. In early 2018, Jepsen appeared as the opening act for what singer's tour that promoted her album Witness? Hmm. She was opening for someone, and her album is called Witness. Correct. In twenty eighteen. Oh, I don't know. Um, remind me if I guess. Does it hurt me? No. Okay, it doesn't. Okay. Um, twenty eighteen album called Witness. Um. I don't know, it's probably something random like train or something. No, not not train. Keith. Okay. Um I think it's Katy Perry. It is Katy Perry. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um That seems crazy that she'd be opening like as late as 2018 cuz she had right. the, I guess I mean she only had not to disparage her career but the one hit 7 years prior. Yeah. I guess. Okay. But I think she, she holds enough clout with people of a certain age, i.e. I, people of my age, mm -hmm. um, yeah. that she can get by on that one song probably forever, but she doesn't she have anything many... else. So 
She has yeah. many super fans in the LGBTQ plus community, as does mm-hmm. Katy Perry. So that's a fascinating right. duo. We have okay. Uh, yeah, we have a question about that coming up later, actually. Um, oh. But not this one. Uh, question three. Jepsen appeared as herself during the seventh season of what ABC police procedural starring Nathan Fillion and Stana Kadic? God. Um, My family and I used ABC? to watch this religiously. Okay. Not that that helps you. But... You said it's a police show? Yeah. Yeah, it's like a dramedy. But it is a procedural. Oh, dramedy. Okay. What's that show like Brooklyn Nine Nine? Is it that? No, it's not that one. I don't know what um, that is. Okay. Yeah, Keith, do you know? That's too bad. Uh, that was gonna be my guess, but is it Reno Nine One One? Uh, no, this one's called Castle. Oh, okay. Uh, what? okay. Yeah, never watched it. And that's not real. Nathan Fillion. It is. <laughs> it is real. Um. Because I've seen almost every episode. Um, Nathan Fillion wow. appeared as the title um, character, Castle, Rick Castle, who's an author um, who yeah. goes and shadows this uh, detective unit led by Detective Beckett, who is played by Stana Kadic. Um, and because uh, he's writing, he's doing research for his novel, and they fall in love. And even though, yeah, but anyway, it's fun. Even though apparently Nathan Fillion and Stata Kadic actually hated each other off uh, off screen, which is um, always fun to deal with. Um, yeah, uh, this episode revolves around a murder backstage at a sketch comedy show that is meant to resemble SNL. Um, but it's important to note Jepsen is not the killer. Hmm. There you go. Question four: Jepsen was the opening act for what singer's Believe tour shortly after the release of Call Me Maybe. Um, unfortunately, all that I can think of with the word believe is the Josh Groban number from the Polar Express. <laughs> um, so I'm really having a hard time right now. Um, like, that sounds like Mariah Carey to me. Uh, it's not Mariah Carey. Uh, Keith? Mm. Um, was it Taylor Swift? No, this is Justin Bieber. No. Uh, that's right. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Um, Bieber's manager, Scooter Braun, Those helped Canadians. to... Pr- uh, yes, helped to promote Call Me Maybe and got Jepsen signed to a record deal with Interscope Records. Wow. So I'm going to turn my bedroom light on. This is getting ridiculous. I'm so sorry that you cannot <laughs> see me. One second. Is this going to get cut out or is this real? Oh. I'm just going to be in shadow. I'm just going to be backlit now. So it works. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's good enough. Oh my God, you have a torso now. Uh, okay. Did I say everything? Yes, I said everything, but I need to give nobody points because nobody got that point. Right. Okay. True. Sadly. Sad. Okay. Well, uh, question five. In 2013, Jepson pulled out of performing at what organization's national jamboree because of their policy on homosexuality? Oh, a national jamboree that's homophobic. Um, um <laughs> what sorts of organizations would have a jamboree i'm thinking the salvation army um but i'm also th- I'm trying to think what else is problematic like a hobby lobby or like a chick-fil-a situation um the chick-fil-a gonna, national uh, jamboree correct <laughs> they love that um a national jamboree I it's, mean, it's not it's, a business 
it's it's not okay. a business it's a it's an organization it's an organization um the american red cross is that your guess yeah okay that's not correct um keith do you know um can you give me the first part of the question again yeah is that legal in 2013 <laughs> jepson okay. pulled out of performing at what organization's national jamboree because of their policy on homosexuality national organizations what organizations national Organ jamboree? okay um is it the country music television no yeah. um okay. uh so later on in 2013 this organization actually rescinded their ban um on openly gay oh. members oh well i mean i already guessed wait yeah does it so the answer is the boy scouts of america oh um, that, yeah. that's crazy yeah um, they wanted her they did yeah wow um, 2013 yeah and the um the jamboree was held at the newly opened high adventure camp summit in west virginia which i never attended um but uh what's funny is i, I was reading this yesterday yesterday and um the people that they replaced her with i've never heard of them and they don't even have their own wikipedia page um, oh wow so yeah not good so they don't matter mm -hmm. um and there was an there was another group that was supposed to perform and i didn't make a note of it i meant to but they also pulled out because of the same reason and then they were repl replaced by i think three doors down banned from the 70s and 80s um yeah anyway yeah boy scouts of america but uh they rescinded their ban effective january 1st 2014 hmm. so there you go all righty that is the end of round two so i will that give was a, a tough round yeah well it, it was it was it was fine in some respects and then we we kind of hit a grinding halt toward the end here um in that round, Keith scored 80 points. Uh, Marcus scored 40. And so the uh, cumulative total, Keith, you have 110 points, and Marcus is at 80. Whoa. Still yeah. a tight game, though. Okay, now it is time for round three. So I will explain the rules. Um, we're back to general knowledge in round three here. You each will get five questions. These are open-ended, no multiple choice anymore. They can be about anything. Question, uh, correct answers are worth 30 points. Um, and then if you get it wrong, your opponent can bounce it back for 15 points. So Keith, are you ready? I'm ready. Okie dokie. Question one, what interstate highway's western terminus is at I-70 in Wentzville, Missouri? Okay, say that again, sorry. What interstate <laughs> highway's western terminus is at I-70 in Wentzville, Missouri. Um, is it Interstate 61? Not 61. Marcus? Oh. No. And just throw out a number. 15. Um, no, that one's actually close by here. Um, this is Interstate 64. Yeah. Um, 64 All the locals is... call it 40 here, which is why I didn't, yeah. Oh, interesting. Because I-40 I doesn't even go through Missouri. Hmm. It's, yeah. Interesting. I don't um, think it's an interstate. I don't know what it, why people always called it, well, they call it 4064 or 4061 because 61 goes um, north. 
Minnesota, like Iowa. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know if it's Good designated thing. an interstate or not. Anyway, keep going. I'm gonna have to come to St. <laughs> Louis and I'm gonna have to come to St. Louis and drive around a bit so I can get the Please do. get the feel for the roads. Um, but uh, anyway, I-64's eastern terminus is in Chesapeake, Virginia. Hmm. Question two. A common internet meme features what Greek god of music, dance, and archery holding a dodgeball labeled the gift of prophecy? Okay, once more with that question again. Mm -hmm. A common internet meme features what Greek god of music, dance, and archery holding a dodgeball labeled the gift of prophecy? They're going to go like take their picture in their like little outfits on the beach. Um, and every year they had come to the sorry, beach, they had I'm taken a, a photo of <laughs> um so you I want the the internet that. meme um are you yeah uh, well no uh what greek god we're looking for the oh, greek... bacchus no music dance and archery oh is what he's the god of. um marcus do you know um, your chance for the steel could you please say that again my airpods freaked <laughs> out and started playing a podcast in the middle of that question <laughs> Sadly, it was not this podcast that was being played. Um, yeah, it was a far inferior podcast. Yeah. All, all podcasts are far inferior to this one, actually. Um, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. A common internet meme features what Greek god of music, dance, and archery holding a dodgeball labeled the gift of prophecy? We're okay. looking for the god. Music, dance, and archery. What did Keith say? He said... Bacchus, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, um, okay, I don't know if this is actually a Greek god or not, but I um, sang this new piece one time by this composer that um, is called Hymn to Pan or Pan, P-A-N, and that was about dancing, so I don't know. Is that, is that it? No. Um, okay. I, I, is Pan a god? No, I don't think so. It was a weird piece. Yeah, he's just the head well, of, the of all the the satyrs or whatever they're called, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, that's what I okay. thought so too. Um, no, uh, this is Apollo. Uh, oh, yeah. My brother left me no explanation on this one. Um, so <laughs> anyway, Apollo, Keith, question three. The name hoax is commonly applied to what Mountain West school that plays at War Memorial Stadium in Laramie? Pokes, spelled P-O-K-E-S. Maybe it's Pokies. I don't know. I have been to this state, but... Oh, the, you need the name of the state? Well, um... Sorry. Uh, the, well, the University of what state? Oh. University. Uh, We're looking for the university, but it's the Wyoming? university. Wyoming? Yes, the University of Wyoming. Um, he was so surprised that I got one right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, good job, Keith. Um, oh my God, finally. <laughs> let me make sure I mark that down before I forget that to you got it right. To be fair, I did give myself about a one or a two in all categories on your <laughs> questionnaire. <laughs> you did. You did. That is true. You might have sandbagged a little bit. Um, but uh, um, pokes is short for cow pokes, mm -hmm. apparently. Um, yeah. Question four. In 1962, James Meredith became the first black student to enroll at what Southern University? 
uh, is it Mississippi? That is correct. Um, Attorney General Robert Kennedy ordered U.S. Marshals to accompany Meredith to registration and to class. His enrollment led to riots at the university, and two people were murdered during the riots, including French journalist Paul Guillard, whose murder remains unsolved. Isn't that one of the uh, the September 20th anniversary questions? Or mm-hmm. it's one of the events that he was banned that day? Yes. In yeah, there's some um, some significance. Uh, let me go. One, maybe, sure, sure. Yes, he has refused enrollment at Ole Miss. This is in 1961, September mm-hmm. 20th, 1961. Yeah, because it was a whole whole process, and and um, the president Kennedy, President Kennedy, and his brother, Attorney General Robert Kennedy, were on the phone with the governor of Mississippi, whose name I don't know, um, a lot during that year. And of course, the governor was a staunch segregationist. Mm-hmm. And Mississippi was in violation of the U.S. Supreme Court ruling of Brown versus Board of Education. Um, yeah, and eventually he was he was enrolled, but only a year later. There you go. Uh, okay, question five. On January twenty seventh, nineteen sixty one, Leontine Price and Franco Corelli made their joint Metropolitan Opera, opera debut as Leonora and Manrico. In what Verdi opera? Um, Leonora and Manrico. Is it uh, La Favorita? Is that right? No, that's no, Donizetti. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Marcus. Marcus. For the steel. Il Trovatore. Yep, Il Trovatore. Um, and I have um, I have been listening to Il Trovatore all the way through, like every day for the last like three weeks i can't get enough that's like the furthest thing from my rep well mine too but (laughs) but i'm it's i'm in my trovatore era right now i'm right i'm obsessed right absolutely obsessed i heard leontine price and there was another like september 20th question about her because she made her operatic debut you should probably not say anything oh sorry nope just kidding I tried to study like a good kid. Okay. Well, and you did. Um, that might be coming up later for, for Marcus. You ruined everything, Marcus. Just win, okay? <laughs> well, but you're you way did, ahead. You did. You did pretty well in that, though, Keith. And you're still. You're still on top. Yeah. So, um, Marcus. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Question one: From Valley Forge to the Ohio State Line, the Pennsylvania Turnpike is primarily composed of what interstate highway? 76. That is correct. Um, it runs 352 miles in Pennsylvania, and I-70 joins with I-76 from Breezewood to New Stanton, which is near Pittsburgh. Thank you for not choosing interstates in Massachusetts, because I don't drive here. Well, I, I, I figured that Pennsylvania was going to be the way to go for you. Yeah, so, very respectful. I got you. Question two. Apple announced that they will be replacing the Lightning port with a USB-C port on what newest model of iPhone? Um, 15. That is correct. Um, wait, I need to get back to that. Um, except apparently not the iPhone 15 Pro. Um, but this is a Mason question. What? Apparently, really? this is what Mason says. Except Mason, oh, 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 I'm so sorry. I, saw, I thought Mason, what Mason wrote was a typo. He said, except A-C-C-E-P-T, I-15, uh, iPhone 15 Pro. I assumed it was a typo, and he meant except 
E X C E P T. Gotcha. Sorry, Mason. Didn't mean to malign you there. Um, <laughs> Slander. Yes. iPhone 15. Correct. All forms. Question three. Despite its recent dominance of college football, Bryce Young was, was only the second player from what university to be taken first overall in the NFL draft? All of the football questions are brought to you by my brother, Mason Cook. Yeah, thank you, Mason Cook. Um, the real hero. I don't really know anything about this. Um, but I'm trying to think of what a good college football team is. Um, Bryce Young, that name is kind of familiar, but... Well, he was the first overall pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, and even so, I don't really know. Um, part of me wants to say Ohio State. Uh, I'm going to say that. I think it's wrong. But I'm it, it is it. wrong. It is wrong. Um, Keith, do you know? Um, no, but my guess is Mizzou. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Alabama, actually. Okay. Um, the other number Never one. Never heard pick. of it. Yeah, Alabama. <laughs> I don't know her. No, Who is never. she? Um, That's not real. Have Have you ever been to the state of Alabama? No. Maybe driven through it. Maybe. I have been to the state of Alabama. Um, Isn't Brian I, Skoog from there? He is. Yes. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. If you're listening, hi. <laughs> um, he's definitely not listening. Um, <laughs> I have been to the state of Alabama. I've driven through it twice. Um, and this was with a church group going to Mississippi. And we stopped at the Tuscaloosa Mall, just blocks from the University of Alabama. Um, I'm pretty sure. No, I shouldn't say that on the air. Um, but then on the way back, we stopped at this really good barbecue place some in some little small town north of Birmingham. It was really good barbecue. I had excellent ribs there. Anyway, those are my only two Alabama experiences. Hmm. Um, the other number one pick from Alabama is Harry Gilmer, who was taken first overall by um, the Washington football team in the 1948 NFL draft. So there you go. Great. Yeah. Never heard of him. No. Question four. No. When Arthur, Prince of Wales, died in 1502, his wife married what younger brother of his? It's somebody you've heard of. Um, am I allowed to know his wife's name or is that prohibited? That, that might give it away. I would say Henry VIII. It is Henry VIII. Um, the wife was Catherine of Aragon, and the circumstances. That would have given it away. Yeah, yeah, that was going to be my guess as well. Yeah, the circumstances of her marriage to Arthur were used by Henry in his attempt to convince the Pope to grant him a divorce some thirty years later. Wow, you are killing this round, Marcus. Well, thank you. Kind of, except for the football question. Except for the football well. question. Yeah, um, I think you might get this one though. Question five. Leontine Price's first performance at a major U.S. opera house came on September 20th, 1957 in the U.S. premiere of What Opera by Francis Poulenc. Oh, is this what Keith almost ruined? But I don't think he actually said it. No, he didn't actually say it because I stopped him just It was a Poulenc, Poulenc opera and it was the U.S. premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like it has to be Dialogues of the Carmelites. It you has had to, be. to give him the composer. Really? Well, sorry. I thought I don't know. Yeah, I, I would not have gotten otherwise. There's literally one opera that people would know. <laughs> I guess I could have been like, "What opera about nuns?" Um, who all die at the end. Spoiler alert! Aww. It's a very, it's a very <laughs> dramatic final scene. Um, one of the great Leotine. final scenes in opera, in my opinion. 
Um, mm. Every time I hear Salve Regina, I always think about the guillotine. I always think um, about Sister Act. But... Oh, <laughs> no, I, th- I think about the guillotine. Um, but that's the difference in our um, <laughs> upbringing, I think. <laughs> well, I, um, I, I was in dialogues um, when I was in Australia way back in the day. Um, it was my, the very first opera that I was ever in. And oh. I covered the role of the jailer. Um, That's cool. So, yeah, it was a, it was a lot of fun. I was the only foreigner in the cast. So, um, yeah, good wow. times. Um, what she, language does Norman do it in? It's in uh, uh, um, French. But aren't you supposed to do? This is not appropriate for this podcast right now. But you're supposed to do it in the native language of whatever country you're performing in. I think, according to Poulenc. Oh, really? That was his thing with it. Yeah, but no one respects that. Everyone does it in French. Um, But yeah, I'm pretty sure there's other versions. Um, But yeah, sorry. Yeah, we did it in French in in Australia, um, in Melbourne, at the um, Abbotsford. We did it at a convent too, which was fun, at the Abbotsford Convent. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, right along the the Yarra River. yeah, I had to take the bus there because the tram didn't go directly over to that side of the city. So hmm. anyway, many, many moons ago. Okay, that's the end of round three. Um, so let's get a score update. Marcus really, um, really made up some ground there. Um, you got 135 points in that round. Um, Keith, wow. with a, yeah, Keith, though, with a respectable 90 points in the round. Um, but Marcus has taken the lead. 215 to 200. Oh, Keith. That's still still tight. I'm just proud that we answered questions right at all. (laughs) I know. I'm honestly shocked. No, you two are doing very well. You're doing very well. Okay. But here's where the rubber meets the road uh, because it's uh, Mm. time for round four. So I will explain the rules. Um, So this is our showdown. You'll, you'll both get th- uh, three questions. You get the same three questions, um, and you just answer it correctly, hopefully. Um, write it down, make a note somehow of your answer, and we'll reveal them about the same time. If you get the question correct, you get 40 points. So, Keith, Marcus, are we ready? We yes. are. Okay. Question one. In an infamous interview with Playboy magazine, what then presidential candidate was quoted as saying, quote, I've looked on a lot of women with lust. Can you say the question one more time? Mm-hmm. In an infamous interview with Playboy magazine, what then presidential candidate was quoted as saying, I've looked on a lot of women with lust. Do we have answers? Guesses? No. Um... Okay. Any, any answers? I have something one written down. down. <laughs> okay. Um, this is okay. somebody who did win the presidency, so it is a former president. Oh. So, pick a president. Okay. Okay, Keith. Yep, I'm. Ri- I have it written down. Okay, what's your, what's your answer? I have George Bush. Okay, Marcus. I don't believe in it, but I said Bill Clinton. Um, it's actually Jimmy Carter. Okay. Um, yeah, I my first guess was Bill Clinton. But... Yeah, 
Um, this was in the run-up to the 1976 general election where he faced incumbent President Gerald Ford. And while Carter's opponents attempted to use his comments in the interview against him, he still won the election and became president in 1977. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Don't have anything well, more to say about that. Um, question two. At the end of what movement of Holst's planets does an offstage choir repeat the final bar while someone slowly closes the door on the room that the choir is located in, with the piece only officially ending once the choir can no longer be heard? Okay. This question was written by my brother Mason because I don't know anything about instrumental music. Oh, that's so composer of him. Yeah. If nobody sings, then I don't. Listen. They do sing though this in this movement. Oh, that's true. I, I, that's you're so right. But, but to be fair, it is treble voices only. Hmm. Which is why you wouldn't know it. Oh, that that mm. is that is a piece of information that I do not know. Um, that leads me to believe that perhaps you know the right answer, Keith. I do. Okay. What is? Well, we'll go to Marcus first then. Ah, uh, I said Jupiter. Okay, Keith. I said Neptune. It is Neptune. Yes, Neptune, uh, the mystic, apparently, according to my brother. At the symphony here in St. Louis, we have the place where the choir stands at the back of the hall out in the we, what we call the Neptune Gallery, mm. because that's where they always sing that movement from. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I had no idea that there was a choir in any of the planet stuff. Well, good. Uh, thank you, Mason, for that question. Uh, and yes, finally, thank you. <laughs> um, and uh, so Keith has overtaken Marcus. So now we're down to the fight, but we're we're still within a one question margin. So this is this is it. It's pretty pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> question three: What Portuguese explorer led the first expedition to circumnavigate the world and was killed? Two years into the voyage. Hmm. Do we have guesses? I wrote a guess down, but I'm still pondering my guess. Okay. I'll give you another couple of seconds here. This one like really rings a bell, but Yeah. It's probably it's somebody that you've well definitely heard of. Yeah, it would maybe... have been like fifth grade. Yeah, maybe not right. since elementary school, but Yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. You're telling me longer for Keith. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay. Alrighty, Keith. Uh, do you have an answer? Yes, I have a guess. Alrighty. My Let's guess is Ferdinand Magellan. Marcus. That was also my guess. It was, in fact, Ferdinand Magellan. Oh. Uh, Whoa. The expedition was funded primarily by King Charles I of Spain, and the crew set off in 1519. Magellan was killed at the Battle of Mactan in what is now the Philippines in 1521. To oversimplify the situation, Magellan tried to get the indigenous people there to accept Charles I as their king. They refused, and a battle ensued during which Magellan was killed. Um, Juan Sebastian Elcano led the remainder of the expedition, which returned to Spain in 15. 22. So there you go. Oh, let me make a note that both of you got that one, right? And with that, we have reached the end of the game. So I will now give the final score 
Um, and in that round, um, Keith scored 80 points and Marcus scored 40 points. And so, Keith, you finished with 280 and Marcus 255. Both respectable scores, but Keith, you so have close. won. Very close. Wow. Very close. good game, Keith. It really was. Yeah. yeah. What's the Keith. highest score someone's gotten on this podcast? Um, 390, I believe. Oh my gosh, what genius is that? Yeah. Um, I can't remember who it was. Um, I have that written down somewhere. Um, wow. But yeah, wow. Not, yeah, we we've had a lot of people who've broken 300. But um, anything anything in the high 200s is good. So, well done, both of you. Um, Keith, Thank do you, you have anything that you would like to say as today's winner? Um. I would like to thank the 20 minutes of reading I did before this podcast, um, including the direction sheet, <laughs> the most <laughs> which was really reading. intimidating, by the way. Oh, good. gosh, it was meant to be. I, I figured it's always on purpose. That's it. Yeah. That's all I've got. Good. Well, that was lovely. Um, that's our show for this week, folks. Episode 99. We're 99. 100 so the way to episode 100 so yeah we've done it um thank you for listening this week and thank you for uh to keith and marcus for being on the show today as well as to myself for doing everything um because <laughs> uh my friends didn't bother to show up um but that's okay um but thank you mason for uh, writing the music for this podcast nonetheless uh, and also thank you mason for contributing questions um, I, of course, wrote the rest of the questions to the uh, show. Uh, thank you for listening. Follow us on everything, social media, whatever we have at Trivia Over Tea. Um, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts, Spotify, Google, whatever. Um, leave us a five-star review. And um, tune in next week when we'll have our 100th episode. We can celebrate all of the many hours that I've waste on this podcast um but until then um we'll see you